This episode is brought to you by Vader Joe's Imperial Trading Hut. With the power of the Empire, Vader Joe's brings you the galaxy's finest products at the galaxy's best prices. From Imperial food rations to organic farm-to-planet meals, Vader Joe's force chokes his competition. You'll find his lack of clone labor disturbing, as all products are made in clone-free facilities by the Empire's finest conscripted labor. Vader Joe's is altering the deal. Pray he doesn't alter it any further. Brought to you by your galactic grocery store, Vader Joe's Imperial Trading Hut. Nomads, and welcome to the quick review of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And we're going to be talking about episode, well, chapter three. Uh, definitely no title, right, for these? Yeah, it's just part, part three, oh, part so. one, yeah. part two, part okay. three. Okay. And I'm also here with my fellow buddies of the show, Eric. You should have killed me when you had the chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's a good one. And Dave. I am what you made me. The years have made you weak. Ooh, yeah, Two good Vader quotes. The, yeah, yeah. Double. How could you not? Kind of sums up how this episode's or how this conversation's going to go. Um, Spoilers. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, listen, <laughs> right? I mean, we <laughs> knew. Yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah, it. we know what's going on for. here. This is a. We're just going to kind of talk through our reactions. Um, I will say, you know, I'm going to be still pretty strict with this one because it's a big deal. It's not a throwaway character. It's not a new character. It is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And if you're going to tell us that Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader are going to meet, it better be good. And I was giving sevens, you know, out of 10 for the first two episodes. I was thinking it's, it's good, but there's nothing great here yet for, in my opinion. Now looking at this episode, I'm not going to go and say it's a 10 because Vader shows up. I'm going to say this is an eight and it was good. It was really good. Um, there's some stuff that's still pretty slow and boring the first half or whatever. There's some awkward things that happen that I know it's because I watched this twice, but I'm, I just want to be, I want to keep myself in check and I don't want to just instantly gush. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I'm feeling right now. And I don't want to come off negative because I did enjoy it. I watched it twice and I enjoyed it the second time even more. So well, the first but, half happened. Yeah, well, Dave, what did you stuff think? And like stuff. Well, it was good. There was a couple silly things in there, but uh, the second half of it, it was certainly a, a, a bit more intense than, mm-hmm. <laughs> than the rest of it. But they had some some good stuff sprinkled in the beginning. What are you, Eric? Uh, I'm I'm pretty. Uh, I definitely like this better than the first two episodes. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, how could you not? I would say I gave. I think I gave the first two, like a 7.5 and eight, I think I'll just bump it up another 0.5 for this one. So 8.5 for me. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff I liked a couple, you know, gripes that I had with it. Um, kind of the same as the first couple, but overall, it's going to be the same. Yeah. There's one really dumb thing in this. There's a couple things that I'm like, Oh, I don't know if it's just bad writing or if it, if there's a, a reason behind what they're doing. So, 
but we'll get into it. Sure. Yeah. You wanna, I guess we could go through the story. You want to hit the plot? Sure. So in this, yeah. I mean, Eric, why don't you do this? Sure. You're always good at this. Um, I'll just do a quick rundown just so we can get into our more of our impressions. There's, yeah. Yeah. Either certain sections of it are better than others, I'd say. So. Right. Um, kind of starts out Obi-Wan and Leia on their transport to the plant Mapuzo, uh, where they're supposed to meet up with somebody. They don't know exactly who, um, this was who, uh, I forgot his name. Kamal, but he was like Kamal the guy that was Nanjiani's fake. character. Yeah. He was faking yeah. being a, a Jedi or whatever. Yeah. He, he gave them some coordinates to meet up, uh, with his people over on Mapuzo there. Um, and when they get there, nobody's there when they arrive. So they like on the ship, like you know, I guess jump before we get too far. Like the Kenobi's trying to contact Qui Gon. He's still, still trying to reach out to Qui Gon. Yep. And he knows that Vader's coming, and that's I thought that whole scene in there. And then Leia's asking about the Force, which was you know a nice little building between the two of them. Like, I did you like get, you get to start to form the bond between them. I did like where the... she's not being a little brat, so. right? I did like the beginning scene where you can tell that Obi-Wan knows Vader's coming because he even, he even whispers like he's coming. Um, but the whole scene with Vader uh, in his little Bacta tank there and he's putting on all his pieces. Oh, uh, see, now that was yeah, awesome was cool. too. Yep. You see it like getting ready to get out of the tank. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, that, that uh, reveal when he, when he finally, the helmet lowers down, puts it over his head. I'm like, yeah, now we're getting some Vader action. Uh, which is kind of yep. everything that we that we kind of wanted, and I liked that we got to see Vader's fortress a little bit more on Mustafar. I know that yeah, uh, man, we were yeah, because cool. we were for, first introduced to it like live action in Rogue One, which I actually forgot right. that that happened. It's been so long since I saw that because I was wondering like, is this the first time we actually seen his fortress in live action? But no, it was back in Rogue One, which I rewatched that scene after I watched this episode. And that scene's still pretty good. I kind of want to... I feel like I didn't give Rogue One a fair chance when I watched it when I first saw it. So I kind of want to revisit it, but... We'll save it because I'd like to revisit it because I, I, it's like the weakest movie to me. I think it's maybe above episode two, but... I mean, that that and Solo, I feel like at both of those I didn't give a fair chance to. So I want to... Yeah. Definitely going to revisit okay. those in the future. But one thing that I noticed, I, I think we brought this up before, was uh, Vader's voice... Like it mm. sounded, it was James Earl Jones, but it sounded mm. a lot closer to the original trilogy than it did in Rogue One. Cause I mean, everyone was giving him criticism in Rogue One cause he sounded old cause he recorded new dialogue for that. But apparently, mm. um, imagine that somebody got old, <laughs> right? People's voices how changed. How dare he? But apparently they use the same technology here as they did with Mark Hamill in like the book of Boba Fett. Uh, with his voice, so they use this like oh, respeecher technology. Cool. So James huh. Earl Jones recorded the lines, but they augmented his voice to sound like he used to. You know, so oh, shit. I thought, yeah, I thought it sounded spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good work to the Absolutely. team that did that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, continuing with the story here, they arrive on Mapuzo. They come across this fucking naked mole rat man, Freck, uh, which is apparently voiced by Zach Braff. I was gonna say I did not know that. Like I, it sounded familiar. It had like a just watching know, familiar it, quality to it. I never would have known, even though I'm literally I just started watching Scrubs for the first time. <laughs> yeah. But the first time I watched it, I didn't put make that connection at all. But I was like, oh shit, okay, that's weird. 
but this is where things kind of start to get tense when the stormtroopers well, uh, hop on the before they run into him. Oh yeah, go like, ahead. There was the the hooded person they saw. It was Anakin. It was, just... it was a vision of Anakin. Oh, okay. I was curious to like. I paused it and I was what like, "What's going on there?" The first time I watched it, I couldn't like. I was sitting far away from the TV. I couldn't really tell who it was. But the second time I watched it, I like pause it and I'm like, "Okay, that's definitely Hayden standing there." So I think Obi Wan was having this vision of Anakin like before he Vader shows up later in the episode. Huh. Well, I want to. I'm glad that you brought that up, Dave, because at first I was like, "Yeah, who is that?" But then it's revealed it's Anakin, and then we know that. Kenobi's struggling to find a way to talk to Qui-Gon. My theory is that it was a a mix of Qui-Gon Jinn and Anakin Skywalker. And he's conflicted because he's trying to... Because in the beginning, he's trying to reach out to Qui-Gon, but his his focus isn't on Qui-Gon. He keeps thinking about Anakin because you hear... uh, Reva like saying like Anakin's alive and he's trying to reach out to Qui-Gon, but he's, he's, he's clouded. He's like, he, he can't focus. Right. And I think, he, I think when he was walking, I think that was, I could be wrong, but I, I could, I think that was Qui-Gon supposed to be there, but it's like Anakin. Hmm. That's like not, it's blocking him from seeing what's supposed to be there. I could be completely wrong. And then it makes me wonder why does he struggle with finding Qui-Gon when Luke can do it in the first movie he's like 20 years old and he's just like used to force oh okay I can listen to this guy talk and then the next movie he's like seeing Kenobi you know and then he's just like well, chatting with him and then Return of the Jedi I don't know he if did the whole cut himself off from the force thing and like he I don't know but Luke just, just just discovered it Luke just he was discovered squeezing it so how's he able to do this stuff because he's like a young buck you know it's like you know Getting out into the fields Rob and yeah. for the first Luke's, time. Luke's valves are open. You know, the force yeah. is flowing through him, and Obi-Wan cut himself off. But it seems like he's having a tough time, because the only time he's used it so far in the first three episodes is um, catching Leia. But I expected him... I'm, I'm waiting for him to bust out the mind trick, like, on the Stormtroopers, on somebody else throughout the mm-hmm. show. And he just hasn't used it at all, even when he's getting, like... Well, I guess when we get to the Frick, Freck, sorry, not Frick, <laughs> yeah, the Frick thing. They they had a cool little moment where he he's about to get on the back of that truck, and he sees the flag of the Empire. Mm-hmm. You know, like seeing a Nazi flag. Or yeah, like, he hesitated. Well, it, it was definitely very. Uh, he's just like, yo, I know what's up here. Right. <laughs> All right. It was they made a statement because yeah, very, you Freck, relate to I it. mean, Freck was like obviously an empire sympathizer because he's like you know nothing wrong with having a little order you know so he's trying he's to making like, money <laughs> right he's like listen yeah as long as i'm still making money he's he's just doing his job he's following orders so um but yeah this this whole scene i liked this scene on the back of the truck there was some weird things with it um but overall i liked the tension eh. When that was the, so predictable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, Oh, like, the, gee, they picked up stormtroopers. Oh, gee, they're going to interrogate them. Oh, gee, they slipped during their... They're like, Jesus good. Christ, he looks just like Obi-Wan Kenobi. You are yeah, looking these for Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't, do they know what he looks like? You know? Come on. It's they're a just digital... A they Jedi. just that's sent a, a hologram a to the part. team. Yeah, Give me a break. It's Vader's like number one. I That's one thing I can't I can't stop thinking about. Give this guy... cut. Give him a sweet mustache like... Uh, Dude from uh, 
from <laughs> from Oxford. <laughs> oh, oh, like tr- yeah, right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because he ends up murdering them all anyways. So I like <laughs> when the when little actually part find they had, like where she's asking like if he's her dad and yeah, Leia and Obi Wan had, had a nice moment here. Like that's good. You know when he's talking about how the planet used to be super nice, then the Empire came in and just like strip mined the entire planet and mm-hmm. just ruined everything. Like you know, putting everything in focus. It's I mean, I say world building, but we already know the world, so. And it's the first but glimpse it's... of any kind of um, recognition from Obi Wan that he had a family, you know, like back in that the past, was cool, you know, because he's he had he's, a little brother. Yeah, he's trying to remember his family. He's like, got to be a force user. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to be a force user. Are they are they setting the setting the it's... stones for that? I, have I don't think know. so. There was another there... Kenobi. There's a Owen Kenobi, apparently. I was looking the, up, this up, and I guess it's kind of canon, or was at some point back in the day. He had a brother called Owen Kenobi. Hmm. So I don't know, it was interesting. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. But, but I don't think they're going to do that here. But if he has a brother, there's already a second season coming, right? That's the rumor. Mm-hmm. So really? he's probably going to be... Second yeah. season of Kenobi would be... All right, I'm on board. Yeah. Oh, I, w- I thought this was just going to be like limited series, one and done. Well, that's... That's what I was seeing on the Twitterverse there. But. Interesting. Okay. Well, um, after all that, the the probe droid comes up and recognizes Obi-Wan, and he just whips out his blaster pistol and starts shooting Oh, that's because of Reva. She's making some right. smart moves. She she's, sent out... She's, oh, we skipped over this. She knew, but she's like, yo, I know... Oh, yeah, she's talking we, to the Vader. We skipped, well, we skipped over that, and we skipped over when we saw the Fortress Inquisitorious. Um, yeah, it was dope looking. When she goes, yeah. Which also, if you remember, we saw that in Jedi Fallen Order. That's like the final stage where Cal Kestis That's goes. What, okay. It's like the That's underwater cool. uh, Inquisitor Fortress. So we get Man, to see that. you want to play the game. Yeah, we get to see that in live action here. And I don't know if you noticed this either in that like briefing room that they were in. There was like, they had a collection of lightsabers, like from all the Jedi that they killed. Oh, I did not see, see that. that. Saw the fish on the outside. That was yeah. <laughs> that was pretty cool. It's like some cool. Bioshock stuff. Yeah, I was. I'm, I'm a sucker for like underwater stuff. But that that was cool seeing that. Um, and that whole scene because you can tell. I mean, fifth brother, and Reva are kind of vying both for the position of Grand Inquisitor. Um, Darth Vader tells Reva in the beginning that she can lead the hunt. Uh, to find Obi Wan. Then fifth brother's like, no, I'm next in line. So there's I love it. definitely some tension I love between that stuff. those two. That's that's always been there since uh, New Hope, where they're just constantly bickering amongst each other. Like can, you guys can't even get along yourselves. You guys all suck. You know, they're just like <laughs> they're just like the the, uh, the the officers are yelling at Vader and officers yelling at each other. You know, like they're always at each other's throats, and, and just a power like in general, everywhere. Yeah, this, the 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 Padawan's supposed to kill the master or something like that kind of rule. So you just can't can't trust anybody. They're all paranoid and they're all assholes, and it's uh, it's just nice to see on this level. Even the Inquisitors, they're just <laughs> don't count. They right? How could get anything done? You're like trying to kill each other, or literally are trying to kill each other. Right. Um, going back to the scene where Obi Wan shoots up those stormtroopers, I thought it was pretty uh bold of them to like cut that stormtrooper in half when he fell on the gate like i thought, I thought that, that was, was awesome a rule. Right? i thought disney in like george lucas that's had what i thought too that you never you can't dismember yeah you can't dismember yeah. humans right 
Oh, really? I didn't know those were rules. Because that was I, that's well, why it's always cutting off. Well, they're cutting off arms and shit. Not, well, not well, right, but not of stormtroopers. Like True. in Jedi Fallen yeah. Order, you can't cut off like limbs or cut stormtroopers in half. You just make like burn right. marks on people, really. Yeah, so it's like a you know, it's like a whatever Disney fying it. Like you can't show violence, but I'm surprised that they allowed that. You know, them to show that. I was I was like, holy it's shit! Some, get a Tarantino Star Wars series. Yeah, let's make see it what, dark and gritty. Let's see what the dirty Star Wars is. It better be Han Solo, Chewbacca, and just you know that would, that's what I would like to see. Like in their in their dark days, they're just they like, do, where's the Millennium Falcon? What? We got to get it back. Spice runs. Mm-hmm. They're going banging Twi'leks. You know, they're <laughs> all over the galaxy. They're all doing drugs here. Yeah, right? yeah, you know. <laughs> um, After that confrontation, yes, they please. they meet Tala which is the person that they were supposed to meet up with, who she's dressed as an Imperial officer, and yep. she kind of uh, backstabs her stormtroopers there. Yeah, we've seen this before. This is right. very, this is like, it's tropey. There's a lot of tropes. Uh, that's what brings this, this is why, why I can't just give this like a 10, because it's stuff yeah. like this is just like, I've seen it before. It's very predictable. It's safe storytelling, I think. It is know? very safe. Definitely. But. I, that's I mean that's where I thought he would have used the mind trick. I was just waiting for it to get busted out. But and this, uh, what is her name? Tala. Tala. Mm-hmm. I knew she looked familiar. But Game of Thrones. The, Game of Thrones. Yeah, absolutely. So who was she in Game of Thrones? Like the mother she of the sand snakes of, uh, or something like that. Yeah, somewhere oh. in there. I didn't recognize her. But okay, well that's cool. Um, so yeah, she's the one tasked with helping smuggle out. Obi Wan and Leia and get them off the planet. Um, and around here is when uh, one of my favorite scenes of the episode comes in, is when they're kind of hiding in that back room and Vader is just walking down the road. <laughs> and well, hold on he, it's a second. Clear, well, hold on a second. I gotta bring up something because this is weird because I only noticed the second time I watched it. Go ahead. But the it's literally daylight. They go into the back room. No, well, who knows how long they're in there. Well, they it, were in dude, there for. Did, what I watched it twice, and there literally is no. It's literally they. She turns around. She gets changed. Listen, this is space. Then, There's no saying that you know they're like a moon time schedule. Just is saying, the same as Earth. It could have been. Yeah, but I was I just saying go, that like, they went in that back room and they're like looking at the walls and they're talking about how it's like a rebel hideout, blah blah blah, and then they end up running back to the front. All right, maybe I'm wrong, but either way, it's just like it's incredible that like in two minutes yeah, they go in that room and actually you know it's pitch black. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I, <clears throat> another thing true. I wanted to bring up, I know you guys haven't watched Clone Wars yet, um, but they Obi Wan makes a mention of Quinlan, which that is Quinlan Voss, and he's like another Jedi that they introduce in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a pretty cool Very character, cool. but it's cool that there's that connection there and saying yeah, that okay. he's like helping smuggle out younglings and stuff. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I. I would love if we got to see him. Uh, you in the probably series. are if they're gonna do that at this rate. If I mean, they, I mean, why would they mention him <laughs> other than like you know? Like, I'm oh, waiting shit, for the I kid recognize from that name. You know, Fallen Order to make an appearance. I'm. Cal. I'm, I'm just guessing. Yeah, Cal's gonna be in this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, back to the the Vader scene walking down the street. You can tell that. I mean, they kind of sense each other. Obi Wan senses Vader. And then Vader kind of stops in his tracks. And that's when he starts, like, killing these people, trying to draw Obi-Wan out. You know, he's just yeah, dragging so people through the streets. So he pulls a dad out, and he's, like, oh, force choking this dad. The sun comes out, he slams against the wall, and he just snaps his neck. Yeah. Vader's brutal here. 
I was like, I, love I loved it. Kill the kid. No. Because he's like, yeah, he, he, he really, he knew Obi-Wan was hiding. And, and he grabs that woman and drags her. Mm-hmm. I was like, drags dude, her through the street. Vader, this yeah, is like Vader evil is Vader. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this is he is like, like this in the comics? Yes. Like, does he do something? like He's ruthless, man. And this is like, even this is obviously after the comics. So he's even more powerful here. I would say he's probably like peak power, powerful Vader, like in this time okay. period. We've never seen so, him like, with live footage doing this as civilians, right. though. It's always been no. soldiers. No, he yeah, he's he's users. ruthless, man. He'll he'll do anything he needs to to uh get the job done. So um I mean that kind of works for Obi-Wan to draw him out. And then I don't, this whole cat and mouse thing with Vader and Obi-Wan in you know, after they get to like this quarry or whatever is kind of weird and like weirdly paced a little bit. I don't know how you guys felt about this. Yeah. Obi Wan fights Vader. He just and runs like, away really like cool, three but times. Then, but yeah, he he just he like runs away turns his lightsaber times, off and he just like turns left and he like he doesn't bye. turn his lightsaber off the third time though, and it's it's like it's very slow paced. Yeah. And I'm wondering if they, I get they, they have to. They do were this trying to, get to the like general public to keep along. What's going on? I think but, they were trying to build up the tension. You know, they didn't want Obi Wan and Vader to just cla- clash lightsabers right away. They wanted to build up the tension a little bit and have this like, you know, stalker situation, which. Well, he's like a, he's an old man who can't even use the force anymore and he hasn't turned on a lightsaber in 10, like a decade. Mm-hmm. So like none, like he's just scrapping just to even survive. Like, like once, you know, he runs away the first time and then after they actually start having a lightsaber fight, they just, he's just getting his ass kicked just. You can trying not to get dismembered. I did like this scene, like when they actually start to clash lightsabers. Like you can tell how powerful Vader is, like in compared to Obi Wan. Vader was just using one hand, just fucking smacking. Yeah, the other him. one is he's like playing like Bioshock, where like one hand has like a weapon, the other mm-hmm. one has like your force ability. Yep. You know. Yeah. So like Obi Wan was clearly no match for Vader here, and he Those I think he knows this. Sweet, like once you know, because it's night out in the middle of what nowhere some refinery or whatever quarry yeah, but quarry, yeah. the two lightsabers that and this is the first time technically you're seeing vader well i guess you see him in rogue one but this is before but him unveiling his red lightsaber yes that that uh, shot where he's like just holding it out and he turns it on like that that gave me like some chills the first <laughs> the first time he ignites his lightsaber because you know, he's Obi's looking around, and you know he's going to pop out from somewhere. You don't know if he's just going to attack, but he's just like, nope, here I am, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Ready to go. Yep. So I think they kind of slowed it down. Like it, it. What I guess it is 10 years after, but he was kind of toying with Obi the whole time. Oh, like yeah. He had that, that slow plotting lightsaber style that he has in A New Hope, basically, where A New Hope and after that are all, like, that's kind of, you know, more regular, and then the prequels are like such an excess of like flippy doodahs and jazz hands while they're lightsaber fighting this one i think is kind of like the bridge oh to yeah like bring everything together people don't fight like that no no more. no invader's definitely toying with him because like he could have easily just if he if he really wanted to he could have just like force choked him and snapped his neck like he did those other uh pe- people yeah. in the village so he wants to i mean we see this later when he whatever he spills the fucking whatever mineral it is and ignites it with his lightsaber and then he picks up obi-wan with the force and he wants to make him suffer you know for what he did to him 
and like he just has this hate this for him cool in shot. his heart. Yeah, this is cool. I like this. I was like, damn. Well, what? what, what, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... Did they just like make a fire, and is he, is he really dragging Obi Wan Kenobi through? Well, this fire? yeah, they. Like, I mean, they did like violent. They shot. They did like a parallel scene to when like Anakin was crawling up on Mustafar and he was burning alive. It was like the same you could tell sort of Vader angle and thought shot. about this. Yeah, exactly. In his box, yeah, in his tank, just thinking about this nonstop. It was like, oh, when I find him, I'm going to make him suffer. Mm-hmm. He's just so angry. And it's, yeah, it's great. It's, it's really good. Like the, there are some ex- really good shots and they had to be good. I mean, you're, you're, you're bringing Vader and Kenobi. And you're actually showing like more between three right. and four uh, episodes, three and four. So it's just, you, you can't fuck this up. So and uh, I don't think, she, but I don't they think, did. I don't, yeah, I don't think they did. At the, the ending, ending of it, at the, the end. ending of it. Uh, yeah, I'll say there are some things like you can't walk through smoke or steam. Listen, guy, just well, duck or he, force. He puts it. He, Vader puts out the fire yes. with the force. Yes, and then sends a stormtrooper after, and then Chicky Duda. Tala, she comes in. Tala, she shoots. She shoots the one, and nobody shoots back at her. And Vader just like looks up at her, shoots the fire, and restarts it. And then the robot just comes out, picks him up, and walks away. And yeah, like Vader could. I mean, te- he could easily just pick both of them up and bring. It them was to like him. a. Like, I mean, technically, it was silly. a bigger fire, but like he could have easily force blasted that fire away, or literally like jumped over it, you know, or used the force yeah. to pick up Obi Wan and bring it. Like, bring- yeah, exactly. It felt like I don't know if it was either. I don't know if it was bad writing or if Vader intentionally let him go. You know. But if he's looking for him for this long, he's not just gonna let him go when he's just getting his jollies off, yeah, burning him in the fire. I, I didn't understand that that last scene. It was so that was yeah, that's the way that it ended. Like kind of put a little sour taste on it. But I was hoping that like Obi Wan would get captured and then like Vader would bring him back to his fortress or something, and Obi Wan would have to find a way to escape or something like that. You know. <laughs> That would have been bad. But obviously they have yeah, to continue we'll the story with Leia. Cause Leia's one of those. That, that was the, yeah, that was like the st- oh, stinger yeah. at the end when Reva uh, meets up with Leia. Stinger so, that this is where the story's going to go. Right. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Because now so, Obi-Wan babe, has to like rescue Mandalorian, Leia. Baby, yeah, Baby Yoda's kidnapped, and it was just like another rescue mission. So how does she, so Leia's running down a tunnel. She's all the way down there. How does uh, the sniper chick get back? Not get past, not go past it's Reva. Done. And it's, how does Reva get in front writing. of Leia without passing her in the hallway? I think I don't know. I don't get have, any of this. She must have found her, like the, another uh, way. Why was it above ground or so, you know something dumb like that? They don't. There's other, there's it's other like tubes daytime, nighttime, there. and literally two minutes. And, they, and if there is, <laughs> if there's like five hours that go by, the editing yeah. didn't show it to me. But we spent how much time on that truck? Or them walking around in the like there are some things that I I think I, I, like you said, Brad, I think it's a it is an issue with the editing because yeah they show Reva at the beginning of the tunnel and then two seconds later she's all the way around the back and she already killed the pilot and she's in front of Leia, so like yeah like how does she know where the tunnel goes? right we just how have to believe that somehow she found another way and cut off Leia at the end I don't know it's just it's just weird. So like I, I, there was a lot of stuff I liked in this episode, but there was also just some just some weird decisions, M- mainly yeah. the the ending of the Obi Wan Invader fight and yeah. how he just let him go. That was my that was my biggest gripe with this episode. Who knows? They might bring it in. I think this episode was so good because it was 
pretty much all Kenobi. Yep, all he Kenobi, in, and we got to he see was Vader. In all the scenes. Yeah, even I mean, just having more Ewan McGregor as Kenobi and seeing his struggles and how he's dealing with the Force and waiting for Qui Gon to come out and give him that one word of wisdom: "You can do it." And then all of a sudden his force powers all come back and he starts, because at some point he's going to whip some ass. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like him and Reva are going to go head to head and he's going to have to either kill her or dismember her somehow or whatever. I'm calling it. We're getting a training montage in the next episode because he's going to need to train himself up to go fight Reva to rescue Leia. Because in his current state, he can't take on Reva, you know? So he's going to have to do something to either turn his force powers back on or make himself more powerful. Okay, so is it going to be like the formula we've seen the last couple shows, which is the Mandalorian and Boba Fett? A couple episodes in, you get your friends. And then the next couple episodes is recruiting them. And then the last couple episodes is everybody fighting the bad guy. Is it going to be that? Because that's what they've done for the last two episodes. It's like I recruit my party. There's only only three left, so you don't got a lot of runway. Yeah, we're already halfway through the the series. He's going to get the the dude that was faking like being like a Jedi. Yeah. He's going to get... Um, uh, this pilot the, what, chick, the sniper chick that the, was helping. Yeah, that, her, yep. Um, that droid, probably. Ned B. And, and then maybe, maybe, maybe... he's got the hammer. Some other character that we haven't been introduced to is going to help. I think. You want to see that? Force Ghost Qui-Gon. Smash that, yeah. Smash that hammer into some stormtroopers. That droid's going to go nuts at some point. Well, listen, they made it a point in the recap in part one to say, like, the part in episode three where Yoda's like, um, he'll, sh- you know, communicate with Qui-Gon and he'll basically train you. So I think we're going to get that scene like Qui-Gon training Obi-Wan as a force ghost, like making him more powerful somehow. We're definitely going to get something like that because he's got to get a power boost oh, somewhere. Force ghost montage. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And also, don't forget uh, Uncle Owen. I think he's going to go back. That actor's too good to be just sitting for one episode. He's going to go back and recruit him, too. I think I think in the last... finale, we're going to see yeah. Obi-Wan return to Tatooine and, like, whatever. Do his thing. Because he's got to give Luke that toy back. Mm-hmm. Or else, how does he get it in A New Hope? Right. It's, you can't leave any paradoxes. Yep, exactly. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Good uh, episode, though. Yeah, well, we're on, overall looking looking good. I don't yeah, I don't want to harp too much on the stuff I that we had problems with. Like overall, I really enjoyed it. Cuz yeah, there's three left and there you know, I mean, we still got more Vader to come, you know. Hey, there's nothing wrong with being gonna critical. Have more lightsaber fights, there's going to be yeah. all sorts of cool shit. This is a big deal. This Hell is yeah. Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi meeting literally episode like 3 two and of the most four. important characters in Star Wars, you know. Absolutely, you know. So it's a big deal. I mean, John Williams signed up to do the music for it, so you know he's mm-hmm. he cared you as know, well. It's a big deal. I'm right. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. That was cool. I'm definitely looking forward to the next uh, episode. I have no idea where it's going to go, which is good, right? Mm-hmm. I don't oh, keep me guessing. Yep, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'll do our little sign off here. Um, you can follow us on social at Nomads of Fantasy, Instagram and Twitter. Go to the Nomads of for all your nomad needs and. Yeehaw. With that, safe travels, nomads, and may the force be with you. Force be with you. (laughs) Ooh, TV!